Well, Happy New Year, my friend. Welcome to 2022. And this is episode number 15. And I've titled this Living in Whole Health, Spirit, Soul, and Body. And today I want to share with you key scriptures as well as help you understand that you are a triune being. And in order to live in complete health, or what I call whole health, we have to understand spirit, soul, body, and be enriching all those three to really live the life where we are thriving in every area of life. So please go grab your notebook and pen, as well as a Bible if you want, and I want to help you thrive in every area of your life in 2022. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. So welcome to 2022. It's amazing how quickly last year went by. And now we're switching gears and looking forward to a new year, you know, with endless possibilities. And my last podcast, I talked about how we need to take time to reflect upon what is really serving you well and finding God's direction for you as you move forward and really examining your love walk. So go back and listen to that one. And I would also have you go back and listen to episode number 13, where I talk about the power of forgiveness and my healing testimony of just doing that. And it really does encompass spirit, soul, body. And the first key scripture, and really this was the the foundation for this podcast, Created to Thrive, is based on 3 John 2, which says that, Beloved, I pray that you would prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. And I'm going to be unpacking a lot of that as we go into this new year because my calling is to help people reach their full potential and understanding and applying biblical truth so that you can thrive in every aspect of your life. But it's really laying a foundation, and that is my word for 2022. You know, a lot of times we say, what is your one word for this new year? And what I have found over the years is truly my life does follow my focus. And so if I'm focusing on that one word that I believe is is given to me by the Lord or a phrase, you know, we can't lock ourselves into just one word. It could be a phrase or it could be a, a scripture. So don't pigeonhole yourself into just saying that you've got to have one word, but there really is going to be a, a focus that you're having. And this year for me, it's foundation. It's going back to the basics, but we really have to understand what is the biblical foundation in which we are building our life upon. And so that is what I'm going to be helping you with this year. And, you know, I was an athlete and we always had to go back to the basics, going back to those fundamentals to do those fundamentals well, so then you can advance in all the other areas. 
And so 3 John verse 2 really is that key scripture for me. And then there's two other ones I want to share with you today. Well, maybe there'll be more, but you know, I just, I don't memorize the Bible to be able to quote a verse. I memorize the word because God's word is a mirror and it's um, that foundation in which I build my life upon. So we're going to talk more about that as we unpack all these things here in the future. But 1 Thessalonians 5.23 is a key scripture. And it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are a three-part being. We are spirit, soul, and a body. And this is the one area that really transformed my life and really helped me understand the Bible. And I found that this was not really taught in church at all. Most of the church uh, teachings are on your soul and your body, behavior modification a lot of times, or focusing on the flesh versus the spirit. And one of the biggest questions that I have been asked over the years is, help me understand how do I live by the spirit of God and not my flesh? So I don't want to, this is a a, a big teaching in and of itself, but I want to keep it real simple today and help you as we are switching gears into this new year. You know, you hear new year, new you, but it really isn't a new you. It's understanding who you truly are in Christ Jesus. And it says in um, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and this is where a lot of people don't understand this because we don't, we've, we've not been taught as a whole. But 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says that we are a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away and the new has come. And if you don't understand spirit, soul, body, you're going to get really confused with those type of statements. And so I want to break it down for you and then help you focus on how do I really live in whole health, spirit, soul, and body. And especially with January, there is so much emphasis on your body, what you're eating, how you got to change your habits, how you have to work out more. And these are great things to, to focus on. However, it's been my experience that I have found that when I have God's order, you know, Matthew 6.33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And the context is not being anxious or striving for the things what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, how you're going to do life. But really, when we understand God's kingdom, his order, his that we're right standing with him, then all these other things are going to fall into place. And just as a, we are a triune being and God is a triune God, God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we have to know all three of those aspects of the Godhead 
which again, I'm going to share more about that as we move forward, because we have to lay these foundations. And if we don't understand these foundational truths, we're going to try to change from the outside in, from our body or our emotions or just our thought life. And we're trying to achieve something versus living from the inside out of who we are as God sees us and reprogramming the way we think to come into an agreement, to partner with God, to agree with his truth. And it's from an inside out that we change. And that's where my life and countless other people that I have mentored over the years, that's where they have experienced significant change is living from the inside out. And we have to be intentional to work on all three. So what is your spirit? What is your soul? And you know, the body's easy to understand. But if I'm just going to be really simple here, your spirit is your innermost being. It is the part that gets born again. And it is where the Holy Spirit resides in you, that you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old is gone. The new has come. That is talking about your spirit. Your spirit becomes alive to God. And you can go back to my previous podcast where I talk about God. I think it was a number three, that God wants relationship with you. And I talk about the process of what happened. Why do we have to get born again? And John 3.16, where it says that, you know, God gave Jesus to us so that we could have eternal life. But in John 17.3, it says this is eternal life that we would know the one true God and Jesus whom he sent. So it's all about relationship with God. And that is going to be always my focus. It's our intimate walk with the Lord, going back to how God originally intended it when he set it up in Genesis 1, where that we, he would be our God and we would be his kids. And he would help us walk through and discover how we're to live our best life, which is in him. And it says that in Acts, it says that in him, we live and move and have our being. Well, how do we do that? It's understanding spirit, soul, and body. So um, I will talk more about all these as we as we move forward. But I want to give you this overview. So our spirit is our innermost being. Our soul is our mental, emotional part. Uh, It includes our mind, our will, our emotions, and our conscience, but it also involves our imagination. And I've talked about this before. If I say the word car, you don't see in your mind C-A-R, the letters. You actually will see and form a picture with your imagination of a car. You'll see a model, a make, a color, and you'll actually start to envision an experience with that car, whether it be negative or positive. And so our thoughts and um, how we feel about it, our motives, our will, if we'll do something, if we won't do something, our attitudes, and our soul is often called our personality. And I can touch your soul by using words and it will produce an emotion. It'll produce a thought. And then our body is our physical body. You know, what we see, taste, touch, hear, and smell. And, you know, some people call it your earth suit. It's the part that we see. 
And you can feel both your body, you know, if you get hurt with your, your body, you feel it. But I can also hurt you with, hurt your soul by saying bad things about you. By wounding, you may have heard wounding your soul. So that is something that I can touch. But the spirit part cannot be accessed in any natural way. You can't feel your spirit, your born-again spirit, your innermost being. And there's no direct uh, connection between your spirit and your flesh. And your flesh is really your soul and your body combined. And when the Bible talks about heart, it's really talking about your spirit and your soul and how we have to, in Proverbs 20, uh, or excuse me, Proverbs 4, 23, it says, guard your heart above all things because out of it flow the issues of life. Well, your heart is your spirit and your soul combination. And in Romans 12, 2, it's talking about how we've got to no longer be conformed by the patterns of the world which would be our flesh, your unrenewed soul, and your body, but to be renewed or to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, that's not just how you think. It's the attitudes, it's the emotions, and it's coming into an agreement with your born-again spirit. So it's aligning your spirit and your soul to agree with God's truth, and that's a process. And the whole our whole life is a journey. A lot of times we think, oh, if I do this, then I'm going to arrive and then I'll really be, you know, super spiritual or I'll have everything that I'm dreaming about. But really all of this is a journey. You know, we go from grace to grace, uh, strength to strength, faith to faith, glory to glory. It's always a process of growing and knowing. So to understand your spirit, soul, and body is going to unlock the spirit realm so you can experience who you truly are and what you have been given in Christ Jesus. You know, God's word is the only accurate way to perceive who you are in the spirit and the spirit realm. Um, John 6.63 says, It's the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So in order to understand um, spiritual growth, we have to get in God's word because it is spirit and it is life. And it's going to reveal the spiritual reality. And God's word is a spiritual mirror. You know, in James 1, uh, it's talking about how we have to be a hearer of the word, or we have to be a hearer and a doer of the word. And that's we're looking into the spiritual mirror, which is the perfect law of liberty. Now I'm botching this, the scripture up. So don't, I'm not quoting the scripture. But basically, it's talking about how we have got to be a hearer and a doer of the word and that we're looking into the spiritual mirror of who we are, just as we would look into a natural mirror to see our reflection of our face, of our body, we look into the Word of God to see who we are truly in our spirit. And then our soul conforms to that, and then our body will follow. So the God's Word perfectly reflects who you are in the spirit, and that is what we want to focus on. 
So when you're looking in this new year to live in complete health, you first have to focus on your spirit. I have a lot of people say, Lori, I want to grow deeper in my relationship with the Lord. And a lot of times we think, well, I've got to do a Bible reading plan. I've got to follow this formula. I've got to pray more. I've got to be in church more. I've got to serve more. Doing all of the do's. But I will challenge you to focus on what the Bible says, to be still and know that he is God. And that know doesn't mean just head knowledge. It's an encounter. It's an experience with the God of truth, your creator. And the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And we've got to know God the Father, Jesus the Son, and Holy Spirit. We've got to know all three of those. And how we do that is by taking time to be in God's Word and asking ourselves questions so that we can come into an agreement to establish our heart, which is really your belief system. So as I mentioned, your heart is a combination of your spirit and your soul, which really comprises your belief system. And, you know, that is where you see Jesus really confronting people in the New Testament with your belief system. And I'm going to do a a teaching here in the next, it'll probably be two episodes from now about um, living in, Jesus has a statement of your faith has made you whole, or in a lot of translations says your faith has made you well. Well, what does that mean? And what does that look like? So I want to unpack that, because there's three different instances with three different people that he he talks about that with. And so I want to help you understand. So again, I help teach biblical truth to apply it to everyday life. I am a simple person and a simple girl that, again, I want to help you thrive in all these areas. And so by feeding your spirit, just as your body needs food, your spirit needs food. And the number one way to nourish your spirit is through God's word, because it is that mirror. And When you understand that your spirit, soul, body, then you can understand what the Bible is talking about when it says, like, you're a new creation, old things have gone, the new has come. That's talking about your born-again spirit. That's not talking about your soul or your flesh, because when you get saved, when you believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, and you start to change your life to line up with that belief system, your soul and your body haven't changed. You still think the same way. You still feel the same. You still relate to the world and others the way you have always. So that's where it's talking about in Romans 12, that we've got to present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God, and that we reprogram the way we think to agree with God's word. And that's a process, and it takes time. And as we do that, our soul will then yield to what God says about us and who we really are, that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not based on anything we have done or earned. We have we are not worthy of it, but because of we believe and trust that Jesus was enough, that he died once and for all, 
and that we believe on his finished work and then we just appropriate everything that we've been given in our born again spirit in every area of our life and that's a process so how we feed our spirit is number one by god's word and then we are in prayer and prayer is simply a dialogue with the lord and i have found that much of the time that we think prayer is really about complaining that we're telling god our needs we're telling him how things are not working or whatever versus really listening you know jesus often said he who has eyes to see and ears to hear let him hear let him see let him hear and a heart to receive and so it's a process of dialoguing with the Lord. And I'm going to also help you walk that out by giving you certain questions. You know, a lot of time, my prayer is asking the Lord questions. What does this scripture look like in my life? And that's probably the number one question that I have for the Lord is, what does this look like? Here's a biblical truth. Here's a story. Here's a situation what does that look like in my life? Now that involves my imagination, me putting myself in that scripture, dialoguing with the Lord and helping him open my eyes and my ears so then I can apply it to my life. Worship is another key area for feeding my spirit. It's all about putting my eyes and my attention back on the Lord. And I've talked about this before, to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It's talking about in um, Hebrews 12. And worship exalts the Lord over our situation. And that's where a lot of times when it's called a sacrifice of praise, that is when, you know, when all things are coming against us and we just it's, it just seems like we're being oppressed on all these different sides that's when i really will get into worship and offer that as a sacrifice of praise because it's really the last thing my flesh wants to do my 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 unrenewed soul and my body don't want to praise the lord they really want to have a pity party right can you relate but when I offer that sacrifice of praise, again, offering myself as a living sacrifice, I present myself to the Lord and I put my eyes and attention back on what Jesus has provided in the finished work of the cross, that he has already conquered the enemy. And I am more than a conqueror now because of what Jesus done on my behalf. And so I start to worship and exalt. And what that does is it puts my soul under my spirit and allows my spirit to start thriving. And it lifts my attention to him. And that will cause the word of God that I put in my heart to say, no weapon formed against me will prosper. And any tongue that rises up against me in judgment, I will condemn right now with God's word that if God is for me, who can be against me? I'm the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am blessed going in and blessed coming out and everything I put my hands to prospers in Jesus name. So I just start declaring God's truth. So do you see how this is a lifestyle? We put in God's word, we're praying, asking Jesus questions and receiving the love of the Father. And I'm going to talk a lot about that here as we go moving forward too, because faith works through love. And what I have found is most people don't really understand God's love for them. They try to show God that they love God 
but they haven't really established their heart and how much God loves them unconditionally. And then living a life out of that union. You know, one of the expressions that I say is, I don't live for God, but I live out of my union with him. And that's a big focus shift. And then, you know, discipleship and community, but that's, you know, for spirit, but our soul, all right, so our souls are a mental, emotional part, and it involves our imagination. And what we need to do with our soul is examine our thought life. You know, you hear a lot about mindsets, and that's a big part, but it's only part of it. It's your emotional side, understanding why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And, you know, you can choose your thoughts. You can can try and control your thoughts. But if you're not controlling your emotions and your attitudes and your motivations and having boundaries established, but also a key part of that is gratitude, then a lot of times we're living on that or out of our soulish realm of how we think and feel. And yes, it's a mindset, but really it's a heart set. And you have to establish your heart in the truth of God's word. And that takes time. And a big part of our soul is dealing with trauma. And we have not been taught in the church as a whole on how to confront trauma. We just shove it under the the rug and we want to memorize scripture and quote scripture, but we've never dealt with the trauma going all the way back to when we were young. And episode 13, when I talked about forgiveness, it's the gift you give yourself. I talk about how I was healed by confronting trauma of having those people that had hurt me and forgiving them and releasing them. But it wasn't just the forgiveness. It was understanding what Jesus has done for me on my behalf in his finished work of the cross and understanding how much I have been forgiven so that I can give that to other people and how it really does set me free from a jail cell that I had imprisoned myself in. So it is my thoughts. So your, your, you know, your mental, your thoughts, your mindsets, but it really is your belief is your establishing your spirit and your soul, renewing your soul to come into an agreement with God's truth. And gratitude plays a huge part of this. And that's where my last podcast, number 14, was talking about being thankful. And I really didn't unpack that very you know, strongly, but we have to have so much of a gratitude attitude every day to focus on the good, you know, Philippians 4, 8. And so then we're going to go into body and, you know, your body is your, your physical part. But I always say, um, it's not what you're eating, but it's what's eating you. Again, your soul, your, the, the traumatic things, the things that keep coming back, like you feel like you're circling that mountain over and over and over. And that's where I lived for so many years. I was trying to do things in my body to be healthy, but it was an outside in. And once I got set free from the inside 
then my body started to line up and I actually was ex- extremely healthy. And I will talk more about this as well. But um, what are you doing for your number one is your gut health and your physical because again, it's an inside out, it's the core. And your gut is going to really make a big difference in everything that you are eating. And you know, you can be working out five hours a day, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be healthy. So a lot of times we are looking at, you know, our physical, the flesh. And yes, I am a big proponent of we have got to be strong, spirit, soul and body, our bodies have to be strong, we have to do strength training. So we're, we're getting bone density, and we're being strong and the better we are physically, we're going to feel better and our emotions are tied into that. But a lot of what you're seeing, especially January 1st, is all about your body, what you're eating, your exercise regime, making changes. And while that is important, and I won't downsize that, I will emphasize you've got to be looking at your spirit first, and then your soul, and then your body will come into alignment with that. And for the physical body, I also want to share, you've got to find out what's working for you. You know, there's a lot of things that work for you. And this is what I talked about in the last podcast, what's working for you, and what's not working for you. And what gets frustrating, and I have been on a journey, and I will share more of this in the in the future of, um, I know I keep saying that, but you're starting, you're just getting to know me. And so, um, again, laying these foundations, um, but I had to really deal with a lot of food issues. I had candida overgrowth for years. And so I've done the extreme. I had to go three months. This was back in 2007 or 2009, actually, that I had to go three months without any sugar. And how do you do that, right? I had to reset my body. And there was a lot of things that I that were involved in this. But to break these toxic cycles and your gut health is so, so important. But I kept food journals and I had to see what was working for me from a food standpoint. But more importantly, I had to look at what's my relationship with food? Do I use it as a comfort? Did I look to sugar? Like I looked to sugar to comfort me, which was really a false filling. But it was really about control. I was trying to eat when my emotions were all over the place. I would use food as a tool, but it wasn't serving me well. I use tool now or I use food now as a tool that serves me. So I know what foods work well for me and what don't. And one of the most frustrating things when I, you know, these were years, I used to teach health classes and all of this. And one of the most frustrating things is they will say, follow this regimen. Well, we're all created uniquely. And you can use those as guidelines. But keeping a food diary really is the best way I have found to eat a food and then within 30 minutes, record, how do I feel when I eat this food? And there's also certain times of the day that I know my body needs this type of food to function well, where other times of the day, I can eat these foods. And you know, it it doesn't matter as much, but we'll get more into that. Um, But I just want to lay these things out here before you to look at 
there's so much involved with the physical aspects of it, but you can't put your focus on just the physical. It first comes into spirit, soul, and body, and that is God's order. And again, it's seek God first, his righteousness, his kingdom. We don't even understand God's kingdom because we've not been taught as a whole in the church what God's kingdom is. And it's righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. Well, what does that look like? Okay, so I want to lay this foundation for you today. And we have to be intentional to work on all three. But I just want to caution you that it's got to be God's order first, spirit, soul, body. And it comes down to our intimate relationship with the Lord, receiving the love of the Father, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That's 2 Corinthians uh, 13, 14. So I pray this blesses you, and I pray that this personal development will become a way of life for you, and that you will understand that, you know, God's Word is that spiritual mirror that will also reflect your physical mirror as you move forward. And it is amazing. My life has been transformed by this process of understanding spirit, soul, body. It helped me understand the Bible better by understanding spirit, soul, body. And this is the foundation. This is what God has given me to minister on, if you will, of all three aspects, because it truly has not only transformed my life, but countless other people I have mentored over the last 15 years. So that is it for today. We will pick up more detail on this um, next time. If you have questions, I know I give a lot of scriptures, I give a lot of information out there, and you may be like, whoa, wait a minute, Lori, I'm still back on number one. Please send me a message, email me, leave me a comment, whatever it would be. I want to help you thrive in every area. That is the whole purpose of this con- of this podcast is you're created to thrive, spirit, soul, body. And that is what I want to help you do. So I speak God's blessing over you for this new year of 2022. I pray God's favor over you, that you are blessed and that um, everything you put your hand to prospers in Jesus' name. And that word prosper means thrive, flourish. And that is the point of this podcast. All right, my friend, until next time. And also, if you have um, benefited at all from this podcast, I know I have only have you know 15 episodes out so far, but if it's benefited you in any way, would you do me a favor? Would you go to Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts and scroll down to the bottom, give me a rating, and leave me a review. This really encourages me as well as it helps other people recognize the podcast. You know, you all go by rankings and reviews, and so I need you to help me out in that area and share this. This is how I disciple people, is, uh, or one way that I disciple people, is through the podcast. So share that, subscribe to it so you don't miss any of these episodes because I want to share you thing with things that have really helped not only transform my life, but again, the lives of countless others. So God bless you, friend. Until next time.